to avoid legal snags, I have to tell you that I'm naked from the waist down. I mean, I thought that was in our contract that you had to. Obviously. Obviously. Hello and welcome to them's Fighting Words. My name's Sam Bradley. My name's Robert Hughes. We do have some apologies to put up front. Obviously, we've missed a couple of weeks. One week was because... The first week was because we took a week off because it's kind of life gets in the way sometimes. It's just and it was, the two of us. Shit. it was a boring shit weekend. And it was a boring shit weekend. And then it wasn't a boring shit weekend the weekend after, but uh, we had minor... Mac OS yeah. is trying to get me to upgrade. You, you don't want to... You don't want to fucking upgrade. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties. Um, we yeah. say as we willingly just, pff, no, we're not going to upgrade any equipment. Admittedly, I'm, um, I'm currently working on a, uh, what, like an eight-year-old uh, Mac, yeah. MacBook Air right now. We lost last week's show. We tried to get it back, it. and it was just going to be a bit of a shit show. So you all saw it, so we're going to clean slate it this week. And I think we're going to start with Bellator 225. Yeah, it seems like Which... a good place to start. Uh, I think it was uh, Connecticut this time around. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, I mean, it fucking livid. I'm not going to go through every fight because admittedly, every single fight had a finish. Not in the sense that every single fight got to the end. It mean, I mean, every fight was finished. We had yeah, it was eight round incredible. one finishes, four round two, two in round three, mm-hmm. seven by KO slash TKO, obviously. Seven mm-hmm. submissions, and they break down to two rear naked chokes, two arm bars, one heel hook, one dark choke, and a head and arm tri- triangle. And that one is going to be funny when I talk about it. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. It was. I mean, we're going to talk about um, the UFC card in China a little bit later on. It was but... surprisingly good as well. It I was, was actually good, but. For, for one that we had completely slept on. It's like, I, I, I was not excited about this card at all. And then there was some actually gems. Yeah, there was some really good fights in the UFC card. But I think, honestly, I think Bellator kind of had it beat in terms of just pure fucking entertainment, i got to say. Yeah. Um, let's start at the top heavyweight. We had, uh, how the fuck do you pronounce that? Uh, Sergei Kretinov versus Matt Mitrione. Matt Mitrione. I got Mitrione, fucking obviously, but yeah. Uh, yeah, usually <laughs> you'd fuck up the map bit. <laughs> yeah, Mott Mitrione. Anyway, um, yeah, Mitrione came away with the loss after losing his oh, mouthpiece. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Four times. Yeah, uh, yeah, for, for, three times in the first round, and then yeah, the fourth fourth time in in that second round, um, and just just as uh, um, uh, I think it was Murigliata was about to give him uh, a penalty, uh, he he was on the floor. Oh, from the like he he reached he reached down, grabbed the mouthpiece, and was getting back up to stop the fight, and uh, uh, and Mitrione was was in the process of being knocked out. Ping, yeah, really great performance. Yeah, uh, really really good. Yeah, good, really good for uh, for Sergey. You know, he goes thirty for seven as a professional, three for one in 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 Bellator. Um, and obviously, this was the rematch after February, where it was that unfortunate uh, groin kick by Matt Mitrione. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was uppercut, knee, couple of hammer fists, and that was literally all she wrote for for Mitrione, uh, which which is which is disappointing because I mean, in the first few minutes of, of of the first round, he looked pretty good. You know, pretty yeah. much a, a hail mary assault, really good combination. You know, he was mixing it up really nicely. He was going to the body, shooting up to the head, and sort of even just fainting in for, for for the takedowns was was really setting up some good stuff for him. But um, yeah, Karinov he just took his time, started focusing on setting up that jab, and it was mm. that jab that set up the jab, the uppercut in with that knee, and then a couple of uh, hammer fists, and 
yeah, really, really good performance from from Kirikhanov. Yeah, um, as long as it lasted, uh, Kirikhanov was working off that jab. It was really good. And like obviously to say that Matt Mitro went in the first round, Hail Mary, I think is not damning with faint praise because I think we like you you followed it up with it. He was just looking really sharp and was just really keen to like right we're fucking we're fighting at my tempo as you would expect from Matt Mitrione but mm. yeah Sergey just weathered the fucking storm and had no idea what was happening with that mouthpiece it was almost as bad as um Daniel Cormier in his shorts <laughs> yeah I just I mean we've both done it like you go in and you sort of it's like oh it's a weird one or this one that's not properly you know you haven't fucking dipped it in the water or whatever you haven't properly formed it but I think sometimes it can be like the way that you put it in. Sometimes I've had it, like you have to spit them out, but that makes no fucking sense either. Cause it came yeah, out no, so many it's... fucking times. <laughs> yeah. it, it, I, I just don't know I th- uh, whether you could say it was intentional. Cause there was a couple of times where it was, at, shall we say crucial moments? Not, not, I'm, you know what? I don't actually want to put that, put that forward, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it has to happen, once, but once unfortunate twice, suspect four times mm. 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 <laughs> i've not heard that he was going in with an injury or like there was something that would have been making him try and get time oh i don't know we can speculate all night but we have later on in the show for that um do you want to kick down there was another heavyweight on yeah, that another before. heavyweight we had uh, vitaly Manakov versus uh timothy johnson really really good performance from Manakov. obviously he's coming off his uh, i think first ever professional loss to czech congo uh, back in, I want to say February, um, and yeah, perfect, perfect performance from him. Got in hard, fast, landed that lead hand really nicely, setting up that body lock. So he was, he was humming, in, coming in with that jab, and he was doing that duck under to a lot of people because when you get that jab, the first thing that they're responding with is like an, an, an overhand, and it just opens up that body. Um, oh, DC. And he, yeah, yeah, and he, he just dropped in, locked in that uh, the body lock, and just kept pushing him forward. Um, managing basically just ragdoll him, you know, suplexed him, took him down, suplexed him again, um, locked him up against the cage. Um, and then as soon as they broke, he landed with a really decent kick right into the midsection. Um, and then followed that up with a nice, uh, heavy left onto the jaw. Yeah, that was backing up Timothy Johnson. And, uh, yeah, from there, he, he basically just started wailing on him on the, on, on the cage there. Really, really good performance from, uh, from Manakov. Yeah. It's nice to see he... fucking heavyweights going at it, actually. And not that, not the heavyweights, you know, they sometimes come to that like, oh, it's a bit slow, it's a bit of a bang fest. Like, actually, these two heavyweights sort of main eventy type things were um, were yeah, actually, as long as they lasted, great performances. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think Timothy Johnson just didn't get a, a foot in on this one. He was a last-minute replacement, I think, but, um, yeah, he, yeah, he just didn't get a look. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, we had a catch weight before that. David Rickles was back in, got fucking dust the fuck out. <laughs> the goddamn motherfucking caveman. Yeah, he um yeah, he he didn't look great. But you know, uh Yaroslav Amosov, he's twenty-two for nothing, completely undefeated. Um yeah. one of the best in welterweight, I would say, at the moment. Um and yeah, he 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 looked really good. He he was working his take uh, his his takedowns from the very, very beginning. It was definitely his game plan. Um landed really early, shot in for that takedown, got it got into sort of a very manageable position and basically just worked that for the first round. He was, he was just sort of seeing how um, Rickles was sort of going to handle being in the clinch. Mm. Um, and then coming into the second round, you know, although there was no damage whatsoever sort of being taken in the, in, in the first, he did exactly the same thing this time. Fair play to Rickles. He managed to lock himself up into, in, into the guard. 
Um, and he was starting to work some like short punches, some short elbows whenever um, uh, Amosov was coming in with the the, the ground and pound. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon he, he 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 was focusing a little bit too much on that, let his guard drop a little bit. Um, Amosov managed to pass that guard, got himself into side control, and then just started cinching in that uh, dire stroke. Yeah. Really, really good performance for him. Like I said, 22 for nothing now as a professional. Unfortunately yeah. for Dave Wickles, he has had an incredible career um, at, at Bellator. So much so that at Bellator, he's 15 for six, 21 for six as a professional. Um, How old is he? But I'm going to Google he's 38. He's, he's not crazy old, but he's up there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think a lot of his losses have come in the last... Um, last couple of years at least i mm. think he's, he's been on a bit of a, a downward spiral but um yeah fair play to him he uh he still Dude, puts in a good 29 Dude. no way he's 29 he's, he's excuse me he's 30 he was born in january 5th 1989 Jeez. why the fuck did i have it i had him like like you were like yeah, sort of I, was, pushing I, 40? I, I was early 40s <laughs> he seems to have been oh sorry dave um yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look like shit, man. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Um, Terrell Fortune beat Rudy Shafroff. Uh, Rear naked choke around two, two minutes eight. Kind of standard as I remember it. All right, yeah. final fight. And then opening up the prelim cards, it was the head and arm triangle. And ironically, it was mm-hmm. from the guy with one arm. Hand. So, come on, he, he has he's missing most of his arm. I don't know where you call it, though, because it's below the elbow, isn't it? Like ever so slightly. Mm. Did you see him climb in a cage? It's quite he, he like does it very well. Yeah, it's like one of those fucking Ultron robots, isn't it? <laughs> well, missing an arm, still gonna fuck you up. You know what I'm talking about. You laugh. You, you, you lasers. You can give me that fucking look, but you knew exactly what I was referring to. <laughs> yeah, good performance though. He could fuck me up. Um, yeah, Nick Newell beat Corey Browning uh, head and arm triangle round one. Yeah, they. Debut in his uh, in Bellator. Obviously, he had that uh, sort of failed attempt at uh, Dana White's Contender Series. But as far as I'm concerned, Bellator is going to be just as good for him. Yeah, maybe I mean, even better. I gotta say, like, because he can do whatever he guy. wants. Well, yeah, and that like Bellator. We'll talk a little bit about that later in the, the recommended reads. But um, yeah, hats off to Nick Newell. Very. Clinical performance. He's clearly used the time between Tuesday Night Contender and signing for Bellator to smooth off the edges. He looks yeah. a little bit quicker on the entry, a little bit cleaner, not quite as, oh my fucking God. I guess because he wasn't fighting for a contract. Maybe that plays yeah. a part, I suppose. No, that, that's the, yeah, it's, it's definitely going <clears> to <throat> play a, a slight role in your mentality going into anything. So, yeah, really yeah, good performance. Unfortunately, not the best submission of the night by far. Oh, God, no, this one was absolutely crazy. <clears throat> so just so people are well aware, we are, like, skipping a lot of stuff. There was a lot more going on here, but I'm just going for the main points of, of Bellator. And one of those was the catchweight 165, Avi Ghazali versus uh, Muravitsky. Uh, heel hook in 11 seconds. But not just know. any heel hook. Run across the ring, uh, the octagon or whatever Shoot the fuck Shoot into the Yeah. Ping, done. I, I'm sorry, but if anyone follows uh, UFC, MMA at all, they've seen this submission, yeah. and it was just crazy. It, it, it was playing ridiculous. With fucking cheat modes on. It's nuts. It's absolutely <laughs> fucking amazing. With... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
yeah, yeah. No, I, I can 100% agree really really good performance for him uh, I'm, I'm excited I, I don't I must admit I don't know much about Aviva Zali um, oh I had not but, heard of him uh, uh, let's have a look uh, Aviv Gozali. You're just gonna get um, that fucking back with that submission over and over and over again. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's the first like 18 responses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's only free for nothing. No shit. Is and he a all of his uh, he, he has to. Has to <laughs> he must be. Can you imagine if he was like a boxer up until well, right no, now? No, it's just the fact that all of his finishes come from submission. Ah, there you go then. And all of Bellator, so yeah, he must he must have been somewhere beforehand to to, to get himself a, a, a good draw like that. Yeah, wow. I I I want to find out some more about this guy. Huh? See if I can find something. Let's listen to Rob Google stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I can't find out anything. All I know is he's from Israel, um, which doesn't really tell me much. Uh, I'm still I, I just want to find who he fights for. What team is he with? Probably had a hot around. It, <laughs> that's you should be ashamed of yourself. Saying why? Why? It's not a stereotypically that peaceful a place to live. I mean, you're not wrong. At least carry fucking grenade launchers. Probably. I don't know. That's. I mean, speculation. <laughs> but yeah, move, moving down way, way, way to the bottom of the card, we had um, uh, Crony Gracie beat uh, Oscar Vera with uh, with an iron bar round one, two minutes fifty. If you're oh, confused, I... you have you have the confused look of a guy who doesn't quite know where he sits in the tree, but he's Hoist's son. He's Hoist's son, right, right, so we, right. Okay. We have Cron Gracie, who's Henzo's. That's who's the one. Yeah. Um, we have Neiman, who is I can't even remember. Who's also a Bellator? Um, I want to say he's Hoises as well. Yeah, he is Hoises' son because there's another fucking Gracie in PFL, isn't there? Or am I getting Neiman mixed up with someone? No, there is another. There is another Gracie in in PFL, but I don't know which one that is. I must admit. Mm. Uh, so Take Neiman is. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like he's fourth generation member. Yeah, I, I guess. Ah, uh, no, he's another one of Henzo's. Oh shit! Okay. Oh no! Sorry, he is nephew to Henzo. He's oh. he's from the fe- he's actually down the female line of Gracie, which is funny because for some reason they still take the name even though. Oh, actually no, his name is Neiman Gracie Strombowski. That's the one, but Strombowski doesn't fit on the sign over the shop, so. Yeah, and it looks terrible written on shorts. <laughs> we just we're just pissing everyone off tonight, aren't we? Uh, I mean, take us no, we said something good about the Jews, so I said something bad about him too. What they had a good fighter. Please talk about the fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really good performance from Gracie. Um, kind of as you would expect, uh, managed to get his first finish as a professional. But yeah, he was lighting up legs nice and early. Um, but Vera, fair play to him, was uh, was was responding really nicely on the feet. Um, but as soon as he got down to the ground, it's the same thing as most Gracies, unless they go up against Kazushi Sakuraba. Ooh, fucking Gracie Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, good card. Better than I was expecting. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, was, it. Well, uh, it was free on Channel Five. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely got my money's worth. <laughs> I hate the scene. TV, damn it! <laughs> Do you want to kick across to the UFC in China? Yeah, I can't remember. What, was it Shen Shen? 
I keep wanting to say Szechuan, and I know it's not that. Oh, dude. <laughs> Come on. Rick and Morty, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, Shang. <laughs> What's Weili Zhang. Weili Zhang, yeah. Uh, she beat Jessica Andrade in 42 fucking seconds to take the women's strawweight belt. So there's, there's one of two possibilities right now. Obviously, one is Andrade is still good, but Weili Zhang is amazing. Or, or Rose Namajunas fucked up a little. I'm, I think it's both. Yeah, I was going to say a little of column A, a little of column B. How long was Jessica Andrade out there before the fight? Do we know? What, as in like trying to acclimatise? With jet lag, all those little... No oh, yeah, usually, usually a week. They usually have sort of media and everything okay, before. So... I'd mm. say most were probably there for a week beforehand. Yeah, that makes sense. It was a fucking starching performance from Zhang, though. Yeah, like, no, absolutely phenomenal. Fucking She's working starter. Clean so well. Um, you know, using that plume, coming over the top with those elbows was absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. Bust, and when she wasn't bust. doing that, uppercut, in with the knee, getting her across the ring, doing it again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely stellar, stellar performance. First um, Chinese champion. First Chinese champion, still undefeated uh, for Zhang. Really, really great night for the Chinese uh, yeah. fighters. Um, but but more than anything, what do we see happening with the strawweight division right now? Because I think we're having a repeat of uh, the Bantams. Yeah, that makes sense. I think we're going to see it change hands quite a lot for the next, next year, I'd say. Young Jacek's got to be back in there now. What, after two losses and then one win? I think she'll probably fight. I think she's got to be in there because the reason that I get it. Two losses, one of which was at another weight class, which still a loss, still a loss. Oh, sorry. I think... Three losses and one win. Oh, fuck yeah, of course. Um, I, I mean, like... Holly Homer's got there from that, so. Yeah. And I feel like once the champion changes, once you're no longer so. against the champion that you've lost against in rows, for example, then yeah, you're back I, in I don't that. know. I still think one more fight at least. Um, because face it, Joanna isn't the same name that Holly Home was bringing to that fight. No, definitely not. No, that's true. No, uh, definitely not. Especially now that she's gone quiet because she lost. Yeah, she 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 would have maybe before the Shevchenko fight. Do you she think they're right back then? Andrade. What do you mean? Andrade and Rose Namajunas. Maybe. No, no. I think it'll probably be Weili Zhang versus Namajunas if anything. If Namajunas wants it, she wants it. You think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she'll she'll fight, take the fight. I'm not yeah. guaranteeing she'll take the belt. I've learned enough not to try and predict that far ahead. It's fucking craziness. I mean, I it's just this, those. It I was, I was wasn't like it was a lucky lucky hit or anything. It wasn't like a lucky fucking Francis on JDS. It was like she's fucking starched her. She came out and yeah. was just bang. She just walked right through her and yeah. took basically no damage. So she could be back in two months. I wouldn't be surprised if she's she's already booking her fight. They got a card in Korea coming up, haven't they? UFC. Yeah, they won't do it there. They won't do it there. They'll because you got to bear in mind now this whole fight gets to be political. Where do they do it? Do they take the pretty little American girl and put her against China? Not mad at that. It's a it's a great rhetoric. 
for say Madison Square Garden come oh, say, imagine if fucking Zhang walks out Zhang just walks out and just goosh done it would be uh, it would be a, a, a truly spectacular story you know what uh, else is supposed to be on that Madison Square Garden fight oh god Jorge Masvidal versus uh, Nate Diaz oh okay I'm fine with that they better have made yeah. that belt they better make that belt they need that baddest motherfucker that belt. Baddest motherfucker belt. Yeah. Do you know what uh, the disappointing part is, though? Go on. Nate Diaz won't be able to get stoned at open workouts on this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's never fighting in New York. Forget that nonsense, then. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck that. Yeah, California. Um, yeah, fair enough. You want to kick down to the welterweights? Uh, Li Jingliang, yeah, against um, Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos. Another good it performance for Chinese. Very- yeah, well, for one, it was a very competitive fight, I'd say, both both rounds. Because you could mm-hmm. easily say maybe round one and round two. Well, round one, I'd say definitely because of the way he, he finished, Li Yang uh definitely comes away with that. You know, started off decent takedown for Lezeski. Uh, you know, couldn't really do anything with that. Managed to rock him with some good combinations. Uh, got mm-hmm. that kick to the body. Um, yeah. But then Ziang Lang, he, he started coming back in. He managed to sting him with that left hand coming over the top. Um, and then was was working some really nice combinations, putting Zaleski off balance. Um, yeah. But again, couldn't quite maximize on it. And, um, you know, coming up, what, last sort of 20 seconds, managed to catch Zaleski again with another big right hand. Um, and I think that did actually put Zaleski down. Um, yeah. Recovered quick and then just sort of locked him up. So, you know, started around, was easy Zaleski, but the way he finished, Li Jianglang comes away with that one. Um, round two, Started pretty much the same way round one ended. Um, yeah. Zhang Lang just sort of finding a really nice home for that right. But Zaleski was sort of circling really nicely, peppering uh, the body with, with with kicks and sort of attacking that leg as well. But he just couldn't get inside and use that sort of dirty boxing that he was looking to try and <clears throat> try and utilize. But mm-hmm. I think just although I'd say uh, Lee was controlling where the fight was taking place because he had that range aspect in his favor i think the most amount of damage and aggression and real control was zaleski on that one so that was a very tenuous round as to where you put it you could make the argument for less zaleski um yeah. you could also make the, the the argument for lee um coming into that third round lee to start off with, he pretty much just solidified, solidified that decision win. He was mm-hmm. putting Zaleski to the canvas, I think, twice. Kept and, and, and Zaleski was just desperate for that one-shot potential. He's, he, he knew, knew he was behind. He knew he was definitely one round behind and a potential two-round behind. So mm-hmm. when you're working with that game, we've seen it before, you don't sit back. You still have to be that aggressor. You still have and to be... And you're in China. So even if it's dicey-dicey. More often than not, you're... Well, I was going to say you'd probably be extradited to Hong Kong, but it goes the other way, doesn't it? Uh, ooh, political. Not for much uh, longer. <laughs> no, no, they, they just can't at all. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, coming in towards the end of the round, Z- Zaleski was getting a little bit more aggressive, um, and that is where uh, Zhang uh, managed to just catch him really, really horribly, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of follow-up punches, and managed to get the finish 10 seconds left. Really, really good performance from Lee. Goes 17 for five as professional, uh, nine for three in the USC, which is a pretty decent record, especially yeah. in the welterweight division, which was one yeah. of the hardest ones going. Um, and of, yeah, Zaleski still looking pretty good though. Seven for two at the UFC, twenty-one for six overall. That's not bad. Uh, down at flyweight, we had Kai Kara France. He beat Mark De La Rosa unanimous decision, thirty twenty-seven, thirty twenty-seven, twenty-nine twenty-eight. Really good performance from Kara France. Yeah, 
Um, it, 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 it's looking great for him. He's completely undefeated at the moment in that flyweight division. Although yeah. it is tenuous as to what's going to be going on there. When you've got yourself a record like that and you're looking and having as good fights as you, as he did that night, um, you know, he, he's going to have the option to, to run up to a bantamweight or if they do yeah. keep the flyweight division going, he is going to be able to start selecting some very, very cheap <clears throat> piecemeal fights. Um, yeah, really diverse striking. His, his, his speed was phenomenal. Um, it was obvious Mark De La Rosa was looking to grapple a lot more, try and get those takedowns, but the, the, the speed of Cara France in, in, in the, uh, in, in the, um, in the takedowns were, was, was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and he really does deserve a name. Don't blink. His striking was incredibly so cool. fast. Really yeah. good performance for him. Just dictated the tempo the whole way through. Um, and, and yeah, just really, really exciting striking to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. really enjoyed it. I think it was just like you say, lightning quick. He, it's a weird thing to say, but he, um, <clears throat> excuse me. He really does fight like a flyweight. Very quick in and out, very leading off that jab. You know, that weird step in and jab as you move forward and then retreat out. Yeah, he, 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 very, cool. he very much has like the 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 the, the striking fundamentals <clears throat> down, and that is maintain yeah, your distance sure. in and out, do your damage, avoid as much as you can. And it's yeah, it's a very, very good style and it's worked very well for people, but we have seen it neutralized very, very quickly by that guy who has a very quick dash in or can you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't need to look for the double leg where you have to massively overcommit. He can do a lot just off the single leg, which yeah. is very, very dangerous for people who, you know, like uh, Cara France, stand slightly side on. Yeah. Um, if someone can get a good single leg on you at that point, you're pretty doomed. But he's very quick in it. Yeah, it's kind of like that sort of Wonder Boy side on karate style. Like, yeah, yeah the, your leg's the, out there. And Henry Cejudo started using it. Yeah, you can leave your leg out there to be chopped up as well, but. If you've got that step in and out, I think you're kind of less. And especially when you can strike as quick as Cara France, you can hit people on the way in. Yeah. You know, you yeah, can no, he, he, he's, he's got to be real careful with that. Um, someone with uh, Henry Cejudo's uh, wrestling criteria, he's, you know, he's okay leaving that leg forward and, and not really being too worried about a takedown. But I, mm. I want to see, <clears throat> I want to see Kai bring that into his game a little bit more i don't want to see it it's great seeing some really good take on defense but at some point it's not going to work so yeah i'm not saying start using it in fights but let's um let's make sure you're Get training on it. It. yeah up at world sweat song keenan beat Derek krantz unanimous decision 29 28 across the board Derek yeah. krantz is in the fucking danger zone i over two I, I, in the UFC kind, now. Kind of agree, but he's had some very, he, you know, this fight for him was very, very exciting. It was a fun fight to mm-hmm. watch. Really good back and forth striking in the first round. Um, a little bit maybe in the third round, but there was also some really fun grappling exchanges. They were shooting for 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 the um for the submissions, both defending really nicely, and and just sort of, it's it, it, at times it was like watching people just doing some fun flow rolling. It, yeah. it was really, it was really good to watch uh, some of the grappling that was taking place there. So I'm not going to say he should be really, really worried. Uh, maybe evaluate his his game a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, he he he's still exciting enough that I think people would still keep him around. Yeah, we had a catch weight before that uh, from the uh, ladies. 
Ladies, Mizuki, uh, Mizuki. Anyway, I was excited mm-hmm. for this one. So obviously, uh, Mizuki, mm-hmm. um, Japanese star. She was uh, she's coming over from Invicta, making her her UFC debut, and she looked really good. I, I must yeah, admit, um, Wu Yanan missed weight, um, which is why we had that sort of catch weight. Um, but both of them looked really good. It was very, very good grappling. Uh, there was really good uh, striking. Both of them um, sort of. They, they both seem to be utilizing the same sort of game. Uh, light up the leg a bit, shoot up for, for that single leg, see what you can do on the ground, try and get a little bit of ground and pound, reset yourself up, and uh, basically keep working that, 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 sort, of, um, that sort of motion. Um, for Mizuki, she was definitely trying to stay in as much as possible, trying to, 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 to sort of dirty box to the, to the body. Um, mm-hmm. where, whereas Wu, she wanted to try and use that range a little bit more, but, uh, yeah, no, it was a really good fight to watch. Actually really, really exciting, really good one for, for, for the women's division. Um, just, you know, uh, I think, I think they could be some, some good ones to watch. Yeah. Uh, especially Mizuki at, at the flyweight division in the women's there. Yeah. You want to kick down to the prelims? Anthony Hernandez. Got this was a good one fight of, as long like, as it lasted. Favorite submissions. Yeah. Uh, however, I love seeing an anaconda um, be done. It's kind of like a Darce, but your entry is slightly reversed. It's um, one, you sort of come over the top, you go under the shoulder and then over the um, uh, opposing shoulder. So you go from there up to oh, here. Oh, right, yeah. And then the other one, mm-hmm. you go from there down to there. I can't quite remember exactly which way around it is, but that's that's basically the difference between the Darce and the Anaconda. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, really, really good, uh, really good fight, I'd say. Um, Hernandez looking to pressure nice and early, but Park moving really well, um, just sort of using that space nicely. Um, and he was landing with that counter left quite a lot. As soon as Hernandez was sort of uh, sort of barging in, that, that little left would loop over the top and uh, just catch him quite nicely. Wasn't quite hitting the joy. I, I, I was watching it a little bit. It was always sort of catching uh, sort of just to the side of the eye or even the temple, but you've got to be Not careful. Where, yeah. You've got to be careful where you hit though. You hit there, it, you know, just sort of above the eye where you can feel that sort of shallow bone and mm. yeah, you can cause some really horrible damage, um, but you hit slightly harder and you're more likely going to cause damage to yourself. That's where you, going to start breaking breaking knuckles especially um, in those gloves especially in those sort of gloves and especially when someone is <clears throat> lunging forward as well um yeah you, you, it's hard to account for the, the the added momentum that someone lunging forward can do to, mm-hmm. to, to your hand so um you know really really good um sort of stand up between two of them uh in the first round hernandez changing levels really nicely um and uh yeah, as soon as uh, sort of Hernandez would sort of drive forward, get that takedown, Park was very, very quick back up to his feet. Um, and in the second round, again, Hernandez moving forward nicely, Park answering with those combinations. Um, big, big left hands coming over the top. Hernandez trying to mask it, but he was definitely looking hurt at this point. But he did. He stuck to his game plan. He came in with that lead, dropped down, changed mm-hmm. that level, shot in for the single leg, um, and then sort of twisted round, tried gripping up the second leg, couldn't quite get that a lot of the time um so he basically ended up just sort of dumping park um and then from there he managed to sort of get good side control started looking to bring in some submissions and uh, like i said managed to sneak in that arm and get himself that choke really really good performance went sort of um side down and you just sort of curl yourself up into it it's like a, mm-hmm. a horrible modified guillotine sort of deal yeah yeah and uh, um, fucking lost <laughs> again yeah he's he's not looking good what are you two for four 
five. Two for five you, now. At the moment in the UFC. Um, not showing the best fight IQ. Obviously, we, we I keep mentioning that every time uh, we talk about him just because that Sean O'Malley fight. But um, Yeah, you're fighting a one-legged guy and you take him to the ground. What? Yeah. Just stand him back up and get him to walk across the ring and then the ref just goes, no. Yeah. That's what he had to do. Uh, before that, we had light heavyweight. Yeah, this was uh, a really fun one to watch. So, um, What the fuck's a ninja choke, Rob? Okay, so... The ninja choke is is basically a modified uh, guillotine. It's basically where you do a guillotine, so where you go in underneath here, but yeah. you're behind them. So it's basically when you sort of wrap up the body, legs come yeah. underneath the arms and connect mm-hmm. to the chest here. So if my, mm-hmm. imagine these are my feet here. Yeah, across your under chest. Under here. Hands here, and then you're pulling up. Yeah, so you can get that choke, neck. and you can be cranking a lot on the neck as well. Gee, yeah, fucking hell! It was, it was, it was brutal. Nasty, fucking! It really looked horrible, like very yeah, no, painful. Um, big. So yeah, we're talking about uh, Daun Jung versus uh, Kadiz, uh Ibragimov. Um, Ibragimov. Uh, well, actually, both of these making their debut. Daun Jung managed to get the uh, get the win, um, and yeah, it was started. You know, starting off. Quite a lot of um, sort of feeling out, uh, striking, staying on the feet, using that jab, trying to get your range, see how people are going to react to different items. Um, some really weird sort of looping stuff was coming out, um, which was actually quite fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, when it, when, it, when it got into that third round, um, Jung, he, he, more than anything, he just looked like the fresher man. Am I boring you, mate? <laughs> Sorry, Long day. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, like I said, Jung was definitely fresher. Um, Ibragimov was desperately trying to find that big punch um, mm-hmm. to, to connect. Um, and then, they, yeah, both of them sort of uh, hit the floor, bit of a scramble. Uh, Jung managed to stand up. Uh, Ibragimov keeps his hands nice and tight around the body, gets the takedown. Jung stands up again, but this time he turns around, grabs the neck, modifies that guillotine, and... Um, yeah, it's basically if someone were in like a turtle position, which is mm-hmm. the, the position where you're basically on your hands and knees trying mm-hmm. to block them, uh, bringing their feet in to say, um, uh, uh, sort of take the back sort of deal. Yeah. If you get your hooks in, that's the back take if, if we're doing say, yeah. sports jiu-jitsu. Um, what he then sort of did was looped both hands underneath the neck first, dropped in his feet then, and then sort of fell back. And that's where you can get... That, and you that got that natural momentum that takes your hands up as well as you push, as you pull back, like you get that yeah. gravity that sort of takes as, you. Yeah. To be honest, as far as I can see, I don't think he was actually going to go for this. Um, I think he was just trying to use it for the back take, trying to open, say, the rear naked choke instead. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it just sort of worked out that the guy, he didn't have to go into the sort of seatbelt position, which is um, where you have one arm goes over the top, one arm underneath, and you basically just clasp in the middle. That's the seatbelt. Yeah. Um, didn't quite have to do that, and he just kept both underneath the neck and just stretched it out. Yeah, man. Anything else really on that card that gives you pause for thought? Uh, obviously, Tiago Moises came away with another loss, so he's now one for two in the UFC. He lost to uh, Ismagalov. Um, uh, Haley Alateng beat um, Dana Batgala, uh, both of those making their debut, and then also right at the bottom, two more making their debut, um, women's bantamweight Carolina Rosa Cavedo versus uh, Lara Fritz and Prosopio. All of those ended by uh, by decision. Yeah. Not like the most exciting fight to fight, but it was much better than I thought it was going to be. No, I, I think 
the the fights that did go the distance, a lot of them were still quite exciting. We you know we saw these sort of split decisions, which are always good to see. I yeah. hate one hate when people say a steal on a split decision. It's never a steal. I agree with Luke Thomas so wholeheartedly. Yeah. If it's ever a split decision, no matter which way it goes, it's never a steal. It's yeah, yeah sure. what he said is fact. Um, yeah, but yeah, some a lot of these were still very very exciting fights to watch. Um, and yeah, we saw some very unusual finishes. We saw some uh, some really good grappling, really good striking on on both sides. Um, yeah, re- to be honest, surprisingly good card to watch. Plus, we got to watch it like in the morning. Oh, the it was, dream! You know, it was almost a normal time here. Yeah, you know what's even better? This weekend we have UFC 242, and that's going to be a relatively reasonable time that's, as well. I mean, like the main card is going to be like eight o'clock PM. Yeah, yeah, it's your best. Oh, a few hours in front of us. Yeah, amazing. I know. All right, let's go for it. Let's. Let's tear this one to pieces. I don't the headline know. fight is Khabib Nurmagomedov. He's fighting Dustin Poirier to unify the lightweight belt. Rob, grab your nuts. Which way is this one going? Khabib. It's going Khabib. Of course it is. Of course it is. Extinguish oh, all cause some, cause some tension between us, man. Okay. If you look at all the people that have caused Nurmagomedov headaches, people with good lateral movement that don't like to leave a leg out and can strike quick and have good cardio to back up and enough pressure to hold Habib in the middle of the octagon so they can back up whenever he rushes forward. Dustin Poirier can do all of those things. It's whether he can do all of those things long enough to land the two or three hard shots it will take to down Nurmagomedov. Yes, that's no, I, I can agree with that. I think Poirier is certainly the biggest question that Nurmagomedov has been asked over someone like, I know people are like, oh, what about Connor? Connor doesn't count. Connor wasn't a challenge. Connor's wasn't a challenge. As soon as he got Connor down, we all knew it was going to be over. So that... Dustin Poirier, Dustin Poirier has relatively good wrestling, um, as in he's got a very good takedown defense. At least I think he did a little bit. Yeah, he, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was a high school wrestler mm-hmm. or something. At least he does have top top tier grappling. You know, he is a very good grappler. Um, you know, I think seven of his wins overall have come via uh, by, by submission you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm having uh, here we go I'm seeing here uh, Darsh Choke admittedly he hasn't had a submission win uh, since that Darsh Choke in December 2012 well the thing about Nurmagomedov is the thing that will be key here for victory I think Staying is the movement yeah. is well no before that and let me break it down if you look at the way Nurmagomedov comes out, if you look at his hands in relation to where his feet are, this has changed slightly, but not a whole lot in his last two or three fights, which have been yeah. his most dominant, I would say. Other than Connor, which you can make the argument, you know, Connor did go four rounds before, you know, he was beat four rounds, but he went four rounds, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Nurmagomedov, if you look at the way he strikes, if you look at that unconventional shovel hook that he hit Connor with in the second round, it yeah, comes big overhand. 
Well, that one didn't. That one came sort of from the side and up. It was a shovel hook. It was a oh, okay, bump. yeah, I, I know what you slug. mean. Like, and now you like only strike or... like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You only strike like that if you're coming from wide. And what Habib does is he likes to push people back and chop off the angle by pushing you back. Now, if you have, if you stand in front of him thinking you can box through him, you're going to get taken down because he'll either just wrestle fuck you to the ground or he'll push you back and back, threatening with that takedown until your back's against the cage. And we know that's where he likes to fight. He likes to wrap the legs, put your back against the cage. So you, then, so all he has to do is worry about that one arm or whatever. Dustin Poirier, if he can keep that lateral side to side movement, if he can keep Habib guessing and not go to, you know, would you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Too thin. Because guys, they see that big shovel hook go in, so they stop and they put their hands up. And the minute you do that, that Khabib, I fucking stopped you. You're not going to move because you're fearing my hand coming over the top, so my right hand can go under that leg or vice versa. Dustin Poirier, I feel, will not be as easily trapped yeah. by that, potentially. I don't know. That's the, thing. Right the, 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 the problem is, when, 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 when that shuffle hook does come in, you, you're saying that sort of stopping and you're relying on that lateral movement. But the thing is, there is always going to be a trailing leg. And on all three occasions that that, if either the shovel hook hits, mm. they either cover up and he gets the double leg takedown. But as far as I can see, if he gets that lateral movement instead, the thing that we're going to see would be the single leg. Because there's yeah. always going to be that trailing leg and Khabib true. will always be able to grab that leg. It's true. It's true, and Dustin Poirier, I think, if he learns how to use that lead knee, pops that up as the head goes down. No, no, if, you, if you're doing that lateral movement at the same time, you cannot get that knee in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, also also defending that, that shovel hook. It's an ask. It's an ask. That's, that's, the, that's the way Khabib likes to move. He, he doesn't do it like, oh, I'm going to go for this shovel hook. He's mm. playing chess the whole time, and he is three, four, five moves ahead is cool. You've got that lateral movement. I've got that leg. You move backwards. I've got that leg. You know, it's, there's always something he can pick up from this. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, I still like no matter how I look at this, I still think it's going to be Khabib at the end of the night. Yeah. Because there's no way Dustin Poirier is, mind you, we say, oh, there's no way he's going to keep always, off, There's always something surprising. Big Al did. Raging Al, sorry. I mean, we, we keep turning around saying that was Rachel weird. Shut I down, get it because it was three or four out, different guys was supposed no, to no, fight no. him. It doesn't matter. Raging out still, he would maybe been the closest to shut down Khabib's game, but he mm. wasn't even close to shutting down Khabib's game because if yeah. that was the case, it would have been a competitive fight. Yeah, and it was Khabib trying to just wear him down because that's the thing. You've got you to bear in mind all that right, and Khabib will still you weigh you down. Can you? that fight oh no what's that did you i, I you just dropped out a little bit on me that's all right um can all you right. remember the score of that fight uh habib raging out 50 43 like, yeah yeah so in what way is that shutting down khabib well and that's the thing isn't it he didn't take him down but he still fucking lost the fight yeah i don't think he took him down did he yeah oh no we took him down loads he just didn't stay down ah hmm yeah. Let's move on anyway. Uh, Edson Barboza versus Paul Felder. The rematch. This is going to be I'm a really good. I'm excited for this. I, I, in my head, I'm thinking one of two things, 
Mm-hmm. Edson Barboza does something crazy. Or Paul Felder does something crazy. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I said the same thing about Francis Ngani versus Derek Lewis. So please, please don't do that. Please. Uh, Islam Makachev versus Davi Ramos. Pretty uh, decent fight. It's a, yeah. it's a decent one for the lightweight division. I wouldn't say it's going to be we're deciding a top contender right now, but it's, it, it should be a pretty decent fight. Yeah. Curtis Blades versus Shamil Abrudurakimov. Abakimov, yeah. That's the one. Curtis Blades, I would say. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the same, but it has always been those... Uh, there's crazy Dagestanis coming in and messing shit up for people. There is a, something in the water. It's not heroin. A yellow um, pink uranium. Pretty sure it's uranium. Nice. I was watching that episode of the Chappelle show the other day, actually. Um, <laughs> Merbeck Tusimov versus Carlos Diego Ferreira. Pick him. Uh, Ferreira. I think Ferreira yeah. will take that one. On the premiums, we've got Joanna Caldwell versus Andrew Lee. KGB Lee, baby. I'm fucking ecstatic. I'm surprised that isn't on the main card. Oh, it's... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's women. I'm surprised they even gonna... have some women fighting on this card. Well, I didn't want to say it, but... Uh, you, it's it's got to be said, but... There know, is that. There is just that. because we follow the sport doesn't mean we have to agree with all of its you know, political ideas. No, that's true. Yeah, like, I'm starting to like Colby Covington. And I hate it. <laughs> I don't agree with any of his shit politically, but I'll tell you what, he's funny as fuck to listen to. And he's a good fucking fighter too. That's that's what's grinding on me. I've gone back and watched the Lawler fight again. Oh RD, the RDA fight again oh. and the Damian Meyer fight. And you know what? I pissed I shit and pissed on him and beat him a lot yeah. after all those fights. And you know what? He didn't get lucky. He, he works. Uh, oh, we got Bilal Mohammed versus Takashi Sato. That was that was uh, an obvious one, I think, uh, going on that one. Yeah, it's it's, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spira Tukagov versus uh, Leron Murphy. That's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Otman Azaiti, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, you know, there is a, a lot of, you know, it's the same with the, the China card. They are trying to, I, personally, I don't think they're trying to build a pay-per-view here. They were trying to build a local fight card. That's where their money's going to be. It's going to be on yeah. the local distribution as opposed to over here. Do you see fucking Khabib turned up today, rolling deep? His fucking crew is like 30 guys. Buy like 85 of the hats that they're selling at the airport. I want one. I do as well. Oh, they wow, look wow. warm. They look so warm. <laughs> <laughs> they might they just come clean. in really handy. They fucking go with everything. Mm. I want one. Don't look at me like that. Homophobe. Right, should we oh, do hot takes? <laughs> how, does, how does that come into play? <laughs> oh, fuck. It's getting hot in here, Rob. How did I miss this? Sorry, I'm just I'm doing some pre-research for, for, for what's about to take place. It's hot takes time, baby. Play that jingle. On the jingle. Hot takes. All right. Gus wants to fight. Uh, Alexander Gustin wants to come back and fight Luke Rockhold. Who wins? Nobody. Yeah. We, we see a guy with a glass chin against a guy who doesn't really want to fight anymore. With glass hands. <gasps> um, 
Uh, Frank Yeager versus Conor McGregor might actually happen. Probably won't, though. You think? Nah. Mm. Mm. How, how, many, how, many, how many potential fights have we seen with Conor recently? That's true. He's like MMA. More, he's had more potential fights than lawsuits. Which is fucking saying something. He's a exactly. hell of a couple of years. <laughs> um, Poirier said that if he beats Khabib, he's the best lightweight of all time, which just fucking no. <laughs> like, you'll be up yeah. there. I'm, I'm sorry, but A, it would still, Khabib would still be one of the tops. Mm-hmm. Um, then you would also have to bear in mind you have what BJ Penn in his prime, you have Benson Henderson in his prime. Even Anthony Pettis, Tony yeah. Ferguson is, has yeah. to be in that argument somewhere. You know, the last time he lost, there wasn't even a women's bantamweight division. Oh, it's fucking insanity, yeah. There, there's yeah. too many people. I, no offense to Dustin Boria. He is definitely one of and probably one of the best active. But there is, there is far too many discussions in there as far as I'm concerned. Here's a weird one. Now, any fans of the UFC... <clears throat> in the last Plus couple weeks, Mike Johnson. Well, yeah, fucking and that. Um, yeah, here's a weird one. Any fans of the UFC have probably been following the lawsuits about the UFC's uh-huh. less than fucking ideal business practices in the last 10 years, up to and I mean, including... I know it's not a surprise, but it's always horrible when you see it written down. Um, yeah, so here's one for you. Zoffer, apparently, back in the day, paid uh, the ex-Pride CEO, uh, Nobuyuki uh, Sakibara. Is that how you pronounce uh, Kakibara, it? Sakibara, yeah. Yeah, $10 million for a seven-year no-competition clause. Which, I mean, why, why not? You do it with lawyers, we do it with writers, we do it with a lot of different people. If if you are, it, 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 it's not an unusual thing to see. It's like gardening, isn't it, for salespeople? Yeah, it's like you're, you're, you're basically you're trying to protect your brand. If you can pay ten million and you can turn around and say, "Look, we're going to bring a, a much, we're going to guarantee ourselves a bigger audience and make that ten million back," why not? And if he agreed to it, he agreed to it. And That's since true. then, you got to bear in mind: the year after that non-compete was shut down, he mm-hmm. started Ryzen, who are doing fucking amazingly right now. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, they have that partnership with Bellator. They had Floyd Mayweather fight in. You know, they they have incredible stuff going on over there. So, I mean, Incredible is a very incredible is an adjective we throw around a lot. <laughs> yeah, we we do throw it around way too loosely. Um, but still, it's 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 worked out as far as I can see for both of them. And you got to bear in mind that a lot of people won't acknowledge this, but when Zufa and and obviously the Fatitas bought Pride. Mm. There was a lot of talk, and Pride had lost their distribution rights in most of the world because there was allegations that they were a front for the Yakuza. Not many people talk about that one and how that kind of played out. Can we be really careful about this? I'm happy pissing off a lot of people. The the Yakuza, I don't need it. Nah, they're in Japan. JDS wants to fight Francis again. <laughs> and this is why I'm so glad you brought up JDS, because at the moment he has a different dancing partner. What are you... Oh, fuck. No. Is that still happening? He's on Dancing with the Stars, and it was perfect. <laughs> was he, is he good at it? Is he... He, was, he moves... 
He moves well. Okay, I'll, I'll rephrase that. Is he better than you expect him to be? Mate, he almost got perfect points. Fuck off. What? He got, he got 58.4 out of 60. Is this on YouTube? <laughs> it is. Is it? He, he actually moves very, very well. Um, and uh, yeah, fair fucking play to him. He, d- he, he danced to uh, What is Love. Um, no, he didn't. He Fuck. Did. What <laughs> is this on Dancing with the with the Stars? Hang on a minute. Junior, where is this? <laughs> it's so great. Junior Dos Santos on Dancing with the Stars. Is it in like? It's 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 it's, it's Brazilian Dancing with the Stars. So yes. Um, but here we go. I'll I'll, I'll send you a a, a link. That shit up, man. I want to see what he's wearing. It's uh, it's silver spandex. Is it? Oh my god! Look at him. He looks exactly as uncomfortable as you think he'd look. There we go. Try that second link. Oh my god! He starts off shadow boxing. Does he? Yeah. Oh, and now he's grinding. Oh my god! And now they're dancing. All right. Let me check this shit out. There's some passion right. going on here, but I think it's just because they're Brazilian. Yeah, they're good at dancing. Oh my god, he's wearing some. I don't know, his trousers are tight, but they're very loose at the crotch. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if he's got one of those porpoise cogs. Oh my god. He doesn't look awful. Oh man. He's got good hips. That's one oh thing to take god. away from this. Just hang on a minute. Oh man, he looks like he's at a fucking wedding. <laughs> are, you, are you suggesting that Sagano is I'm gonna link this, dancing right now? I'm going to link this in the description below. Thank God. This is. He just. She's doing a lot of the work. His oh, mate, come on, no, he looks phenomenal. Look at him go. <laughs> right, so, he's his fucking I'm, element. We we can go into we can go to a deep hole. Do you know what the best part about it is? We get to do this for the next twelve weeks, providing he gets to the final. Oh, keep if anyone listens in Brazil, which probably you do, I know because I see the stats. Keep him in, please. Keep him in the fucking house or wherever they keep him. The pen. Send send us your phone bill. I'll cover it. <laughs> Vote for him ten times. I'll put. Here's the thing, right? We don't do a lot of offers on this show. We don't do many competitions, but here's one I'm putting out. I will personally pay the phone bill of anyone in Brazil who votes to keep him in that. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed you specified in Brazil because otherwise I was just going to do it. Yeah, I fucking, I've seen our stats. I'm not going to go mental. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, right, Sam, come on keep then. JDS in. <sighs> Mate, that's bright in my day. You're a beautiful <laughs> Oh fuck! Um, oh, from the sublime to the ridiculous, or back again. <laughs> Logan Paul wants to fight Kies. The YouTuber Logan Paul wants well, to look, fight. I think they're. I think they're already doing that. And as far as I can remember, Billy Joe Saunders is going to be on the undercard. Billy Joe Saunders. Yeah. The Billy Joe Saunders. The, no. Tyson, the other fucking... guy. <laughs> yeah. How many Billy Joe Saunders do we know? <laughs> um. Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. That's that who I thought initially, and then I was like, but it no. it has just... to be at the end of September. Oh, zip. 
two YouTubers are fighting. If you want to watch it, you're already going to watch it. I'm not going to be fighting for it. If you don't want to watch it, do anyway, because there might actually still be a decent fight on there. Yeah. I keep having JDS dancing flashbacks. (laughs) Can we maybe get a jingle for that? No, it's great. I just see him coming towards me. Oh my God, do you know what's going to be happening next? Go on. Zufa are going to do their own one. Fighting with dancers where they make dancers fight. That's cruel. I mean... Watch that, though. No, no. Think about it this way. What you could do is, on on each week, you dance, Mm -hmm. then you fight. Every week. I like... God, the physical toll. (laughs) Physical toll. Every now and again, they'll swap it over. Or, here's the thing. All right, here's how it would work. You'd start and dance, and it's like, well, there's love, baby, don't hurt me. And they're doing all these They don't have characters. to use the same song as Sagan every time. But then, they one of the judges pushes a button, and it's like, fight! And the music ends or carries it on. It turns into Tekken. You have to fucking go for it. and then, But then they, when you press it again, you have to go back to the routine. Oh, my God. So what if you're working in the clinch, all of a sudden you're doing ballroom? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's it. Yeah. Wow. I'd fucking watch that. You got page fans. You could do it. Tell me your fucking recommended what re- recommended read, Sam. It's not as going to be as anything anywhere as good as what we've just described. <laughs> My recommended read comes from uh, Paul Gift for Forbes. He's their sports money writer. It's I've entire- seen a lot of uh, UFC and MMA on Forbes at the moment. This guy, Paul Gift, expect the next few to be of him. He's a really great writer for sports money, which unfortunately is because it's a combat sport, is a lot of the politics. It's called UFC or Bellator, whose fighter contracts are more restrictive. <clears throat> the answer may re- surprise you. That's my addition. But good little article, nice long read, really well written. And I'm, I'm going to assume it's Bellator. Yeah, a little by a little bit, yeah. Yeah, doesn't mm, surprise me. Good. I, I don't know in everything I every way I look at them I still think they have the slightly better contract well it's because of the sponsorship and shit isn't it but anyway give yeah. it a read we'll link it in the description below it's really worth a look cool do we have a recommended watch yeah we do so uh, it's actually following on from uh, we were talking about uh, Nobuyuki Asakikabura uh, earlier on um, so I'm going to go and recommend Pride 32 so the important one for this one it's the first ever Pride event held outside of the US um, this was after the uh, the allegations, like I said earlier, that DSE, the owners of Pride, uh, were a front for a top-level Yakuza gang. But then also, on top of that, the fight, I'm going to go for a moment, Fedor Emelianenko versus Mark Coleman, nice. uh, Mauricio Hua versus Kevin Randleman, uh, Josh Barnett versis Pavel uh, Nastula, uh, Erica Age versus uh, Sean O'Hare, uh, Dan Henderson versus Vitor Belfort, no uh, shit. Phil Baroni versus uh, Nashajima, uh, Nakamura versus uh, Galbraith and then down at the bottom there a little known guy called Robbie Lawler versus uh, Joey Villaseno uh, um, but then also on, on top of this one round one. Fuck, what is Robbie. really funny is after the event so obviously everyone knows TRT Belfort uh, but Vito Belfort and Pavel Nastula both tested positive for banned substances Nastula for uh, Nandrolone uh, Belfort for four hydroxide testosterone kevin randleman also provided a dubious urine sample of which it was stated it was either allegedly non-human or urine from a dead human being fucking hell where do you love the japanese (laughs) yeah get out everybody yeah go back and watch that 
but yeah, other than that, the card was actually <laughs> fucking phenomenal. The finishes uh, are are really really great to watch, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's my recommended to watch. Ideal. I'm gonna go and watch the rest of that Junior Dos Santos dance. Um, <laughs> I thought you I've been Sam Bradley. <laughs> I've been Robert Hughes. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. <laughs> Look at him fucking Baby, go. Baby, don't hurt me. Look at him go.